There it is. PTC Cast episode 11. Here we are. We're rolling. I have a question for you. No. Let's say that you are an average Joe individual, and you are 200 pounds, and you're 20% body fat. And what's 20% body fat? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's barely. It's like, it. How do you describe it? Maybe it's a little overweight. Okay. Yeah, because I would say a healthy body fat percentage is like for a man is like fifteen percent ish, give or take. Got you. So, but overweight. but so imagine someone that's maybe like a little on the skinnier fat side though, like you ain't got a lot of tissue to you. Okay. Yeah. So, you decide that you're gonna make some changes. You're gonna lose some body fat. You're gonna build some muscle. And you're two weeks in. You've been really good on your diet. You've been pretty good on your training. Maybe you're lifting like three days a week. And maybe your diet's nothing crazy. You're just like tracking calories, tracking protein. And you've seen some progress. Suddenly, week three rolls around and um, your boss is grilling you at work. Your kids have a ton of things going on. You're stressed out. You and your, your wife are fighting. The whole world is falling apart. How does that affect your training? How does that affect your nutrition? Do you totally fall off the wagon? You're talking about if I was in that situation. If you were in that situation. I think I would hammer training harder. And diet would probably shift around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But and then I wouldn't think that the world was like collapsing. Yeah. I would think that. There's something that I need to do to like realign everything. Sure. Okay. Because the way I'm going, the way I'm kind of trying to guide this and take this is, you know, a lot of people seem to have this on or off switch approach with their fitness, right? No. Did mm-hmm. I fail this? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That was a good answer. You're good. No. A lot of people have this on or off approach with their fitness, and that either everything is perfect, the cardio is there, the diet is there, the training is there, the sleep is there, the recovery is there, the habits are there. Or they're off. The training's not there. The diet's not there. The sleep is not there. The habits are not there. Mm-hmm. But realistically, the way life works, the way other responsibilities work, is it needs to be a dial. You need to be able to, if you can't be a 10 out of 10 on that dial, you need to be able to be a 7 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10 or even a 2 out of 10. Because a 2 out of 10 beats a 0, which yeah. would be that off, right? So the way I'm really trying to frame this is, is you know, how do you adjust your habits when life gets crazy to keep yourself from hitting that zero, that off? I think, first of all, there needs to be, you need to know what those habits are. Because if you don't know what they are, then you know they're going to pass to the wayside because you don't know what you're trying to control. Sure. But once you know what they are, once you know, like, hey, um, I'm trying to optimize you know, my training, mm-hmm. my diet, my recovery, whatever, mm-hmm. then you're able to set like certain standards on them. Okay. Like I'll say no matter what happens in my life, I will never eat McDonald's. I'll never eat Taco Bell. Like that's just something that isn't even an option for me. So those, so you would consider those to be your priority is not eating. Yeah, exactly. Food. So like, that's kind of I would like... never drink soda, um, like other than sugar free, but there has to be, you know, standards. Like when it comes to my lifting, no matter what happens, I will probably always be in the gym at least three times a week, mm-hmm. unless you know there's something mm-hmm. that 
makes me to where I literally cannot. But even then, mm-hmm. like I'll replace that fitness with something else. Like there has to be standards when it comes to these things. And it's up to you, I guess, to set those standards, whether they're, you know, high standards or low mm-hmm. standards. But whatever your standards are, um, it has to be like unquestionable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that you can negotiate with yourself. Like, you know, I don't know whether you're going to go to the gym this week, you know, less than three times. Like, no, that's literally, that's my standard. It's got to be the three yeah, times. There's no going under three times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, just create something to where it's not an option. So if something in my life does happen to where, you know, something does come out of whack, whack at least I have these standards that, I don't even have to think about. Mm-hmm. So you you, you kind of maintain and ingrain these standards so that even when life gets crazy and maybe you can't lift six days a week and have the perfect macro split and the perfect sleep and the perfect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You So those are kind of your main things is like you don't fast food, you don't do soda, and you get in the gym at least three times a week. Yeah. You would consider those to be like your foundation. Like maybe yeah. maybe that's like in assuming like your workouts are terrible and there's tons of stuff going on. Maybe that's like your dial on one. Right, that's like your your minimum. That's your baseline. That's like we don't ever go beneath one kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know if it's one. I feel like ten is you know completely optimized, and you know like I'm paying all my attention to it. Mm-hmm. And then zero is like it's not a priority whatsoever. Like it's not even on my map. Right. I think whenever you know something happens, and let's say something does get knocked down, it constantly or let's just say in diet and training and sleep, those constantly stay at like a six or a seven because those are relatively important. Those are always high on your value list. Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. they're always going to be about a six or a seven. They're never going to dip below that. Okay, I hear you. Yeah, but then like other parts of my life, like let's say gaming or something like that. Like right now, gaming is, you know, a zero. Yeah, Um, not even doing it. Yeah, exactly. So that's just something that mm-hmm. I don't really care to keep at that yeah. level. And so that that kind of transitions the conversation a little bit into like what I like to refer with my clients is the totem pole. And it's like, where is your health and wellness on your totem pole of priorities? You know, mm-hmm. is it is it at the bottom beneath, you know, uh, social outings and relaxing time and, you know, maybe some of these other things or is it higher up there? And, you know, a lot of the times you got to sit back and ask yourself, like, if I'm skipping out on workouts because I have a, a party to go to or am I, you know, sleeping in late and missing workouts because I'm being lazy, like then I'm prioritizing comfort or I'm prioritizing socialization where it's like if you take a good long look at your values, maybe that health and wellness needs to sit a little bit higher, right? Yeah, and honestly, it is a person-to-person, mm-hmm. you know, thing. You know, for me, my fitness and stuff is at a higher value than Mm -hmm. it needs to be for like 90% of the population. Like I'm sure most people don't need to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But because I like what I like, that's Mm -hmm. why mine is up there. So yeah, you have to find your own and understand that it's not going to be, you know, the same for everyone. And you don't have to hold fitness or whatever all the way up at the top of the totem pole. Agreed. But you know, some form of fitness does need to be high up in the yeah, total. Yeah, I agree. And and for me, it, it needs to always hang out at least like a four or a five. 
And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast before, but I've almost found that when I do crank up, you know, I, I prep for a show and I crank that up to be maybe being the first or second thing on my totem pole, maybe at least top three. Mm-hmm. I've found that that foundationally has kind of helped me keep everything else in set just because of how, how much discipline it takes. But I've also found that it's pretty exhausting for fitness to be that high up. Yeah. Consistently. To maintain. And so, yeah. and, I, and I really think for a lot of people, you know, maybe I'm, I'm going to say majority of the population, like I think it can sit somewhere in the middle on your totem pole. Like I, I think, think so. I think you can do a great job maintaining or even even progressing, you know, with maybe just, you know, a couple hours a week in the gym and, and making smart decisions with your food and your nutrition and your recovery. But um, I, yeah, I, I agree with you in that I don't think it needs to be something that's just, you know, knocking everything else out of the water. Like if you've got kids and family and, and work and other obligations going on, like it's okay if you got to miss a workout here and there, but you have to have that somewhere on your totem pole, man. It has to exist. Because sometimes, you know, I've, I've seen people cancel workouts for silly things. I've seen people, you know, cheat on their diet for silly reasons mm-hmm. or for no reason at all, which once in a blue moon is fine and, and happens to the best of us, man. But like at the end of the day, I feel like when you're making these decisions, the best way to do it is to think, okay, where am I at in my life right now? If you're someone who just, who's got three kids and, you know, works 60 hours a week, like maybe fitness can't be at the top and that's okay. But that doesn't mean that switches off. Like, take a walk, you know, make mm-hmm. a better food choice. Like, there's always something that, that you can do. But I, I think it's it's okay if it's not up there on the top. Now, if you're someone who's obviously competing, wants to be the best, has 100 pounds to lose or something, then you got to take a real good look and be like, okay, where does this need to go? Yeah. But I would say, you know, for most people, being able to accept the fact that you're not going to be a perfect 10 out of 10 all the time is a much better approach long term than trying to be that ten out of ten all the time because you're you're bound to fail, mm-hmm. and that's why like like brand new clients, man, they want to know how many calories, what's my perfect macro split, how many days am I doing cardio, X Y Z, and I'm like, Whoa, dude, calm down. yeah, <laughs> keep a food journal, bro. Yeah, try to sleep eight hours a night. That's all we're worried about right now, man. You got to crawl before you walk, before you run, before you sprint. And that's 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 a long term habit thing um, that we've been over quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But point being with that, it's like, man, it's it's okay if you're not, you know, Mike O'Hearn and training forty hours a week or something like that, man. Yeah, because we all have you know different lives mm-hmm. and different priorities and different mm-hmm. interests and different everything. We're yeah. all very unique. And me, man, like personally, dude, I want to look like fucking Chris Bumstead. Mm-hmm. Like that's. So, so maybe fitness and bodybuilding will always be like a top five for me or at yeah. least for the near future. But like, man, some people, it's just you're doing your walks and you're doing your push-ups so you can, you know, hang out with your kids and live a healthy life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't need to be bound, you know, pounding your head against the wall if your goal is not to look like Chris Bumstead. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you have to. I feel like what happens is people just don't know what's important in their life. Mm-hmm. But once you take inventory of what is important in your life like if you do have a family let's say okay i'll use me for an example right now what's important in life is for me to become an independent man for me to um make those uh lists that i just said about mm-hmm. dan green and then that was previous podcast but oh powerlifting okay. goals yeah powerlifting goals and then to grow my business like those are the three things that I'm focusing on right now. And if you 
try to commit to something that are outside of those three things, what's going to happen is they're going to butt heads. Mm-hmm. And There's only so much time in a week. Exactly. There's almost only so much time, only so much focus that you can do. And if fitness isn't up there, but you're trying to put it on a pedestal all the way up there, you're going to have conflicting ideas. You're going to have conflicting routines. You're going to have conflicting everything, and it's just not going to feel right. So personally, when I need to move fitness up my totem pole or I need to move anything up my totem pole, some of the first places I pull are places that, and this might sound a little dramatic, but are places that I more consider like strictly fun. And that's going to be, you know, playing video games. That's going to be, you know, maybe socializing more than once a week or once every Mm -hmm. other week with friends. Like, you know, I try to always keep some kind of baseline there, but it's like, understanding that in order to move that guy up the totem pole if that is your priority if that is something you want to do you need to sacrifice somewhere else Mm -hmm. like and that's that's okay it doesn't need to be forever it's not like if you commit to 20 hours a week in the gym you have to do that forever it's a little excessive but point being like you're exactly right there's so much time in a week so you have to understand that you know wherever this goes on your totem pole something else needs to move down you know, yes. if, if everything is equally as important, nothing's important, mm-hmm. nothing at all. And if you take stock of what is important, what will happen is you'll no longer want to bring those, you know, the other um, parts of your life. You will no longer want them to be all the way up here because now you have a clear vision of what you're working for. Mm-hmm. And so I actually took stock of those three things and what I noticed is, like, instantly I cut out a, a lot of things in my life. And whenever I did that, it was no longer sacrificing. Like, sacrificing is painful. But after I was able to say, these are the three things that I want to focus on, anything else that was outside of those three things, it was no longer a sacrifice getting rid of them. And I was able to actually look at those three things and see how I can improve with those three things. Mm-hmm. So, for example the um the totaling the 2225 what i noticed is that my diet wasn't on par with those goals um my recovery wasn't on par with those goals whenever i was training i was talking a lot while i was training and somebody who can achieve that they're not going to be sitting there talking mm-hmm. you know for an hour in the gym they're not going to be doing that mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of things that i found out um i needed to you know, get rid of in my life in order to um, focus on those, you know, things. But what I've noticed is instead of it being painful, like a sacrifice, I feel so much better now. Like, I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing in my life and I feel just completely aligned, like no more conflict in my head, no more any of that BS. Mm -hmm. It's all clear. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you're in, you know, when you're in that scenario and, and maybe, you know, I was using the word sacrifice and you're right. Like then maybe that's a negative con, um, maybe that's negative context, but maybe more something along the words of like acceptance. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, in the perfect bodybuilding world, I'd get to sleep, you know, eight or nine hours a night. But right now my business and my relationship are at a place on my totem pole where they, they supersede bodybuilding. They're, they're more important. So, you know, maybe I'm sleeping seven hours a night because I'm trying to pick up extra clients or I'm trying to do more for PTC or I'm trying to spend some extra time with Brianna. Like, so I accept that, okay, I'm not going to get my maximal sleep. So even though my dial is not going to be a 10 out of 10 right now, where are some other places that I can still keep myself up to par, keep myself up where I need to be? 
Yeah. But so I, I believe it's, it's, it's acceptance, right? So it's like, you know, I can be sure I'm not missing lifts. I can be sure my nutrition's on point. So it's not like you have to really give something up, but you have to accept that like, okay, if I can't do this one thing, maybe I can do this other thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then if I can't, you know, run for an hour every morning, maybe I can walk for 20 minutes every morning. If I can't eat the perfect macronutrient split of 2000 calories a day, maybe I can eat X amount of grams of protein and 2,500 calories a day and maybe not achieve the goal as fast, but still be on the path and keep my values in line on my totem pole. So do you have three things that you're prioritizing in life right now? If I had to just spitball like off the top of my head, it would be my business, my relationship and my health and wellness. Got you. Uh, That might be a little bit of a lie. Sometimes I say my health and wellness and I mean bodybuilding and you know, I always try to approach bodybuilding from a scope of maximizing health and minimizing stress and getting yeah. the biggest bang for my buck. But I would say maybe more so just training. Training. And I don't even know if I want to say bodybuilding, but training. Like moving, taking care of myself, walking, lifting, those things. So I guess we could say my health, yeah. Okay, so that's the end goal with the you know bodybuilding part mm-hmm. as of right now mm-hmm. is health. What about relationship? What do you mean? Do you have like a clear goal? Um, when it comes to your relationship, like, yeah, you can say improving your relationship, but what does that mean to you as of right now? As of right now, it means ensuring that, you know, in my relationship, we're at a place where it's understood that we're mutually prioritized, we're mutually loved and accepted, and um, we're working on, you know, creating a home and a space where we're, again, loved and accepted and, and feel at home. So I don't know if I have any maybe specific goals, but I know that I try to dedicate a certain amount of time. You know, we try to be sure that we have at least a date night a week. We try to spend time together every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would I would maybe think of it not so much as like a goal-oriented thing, but a time-oriented thing. Like it's important to me that I'm dedicating at least so much time, you know, per mm-hmm. week. And I don't have like a, a number on that or anything, but it's like, hey, this it's is like important. a feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, hey, this is important to me that we – you know, watch this episode of Bob's Burgers and lay on the couch together and I can go to bed half an hour later. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, because it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, with my business, there, there's always going to be some kind of goal and I don't want to get too deep into that right now. But that's that's the thing where it's like, okay, if I need to sleep a little less, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If I need to, you know, miss out on a social event, that's fine. Like, that's this is the long-term play. This is how I'm setting myself up for financial freedom and, you know, to create opportunities for others and to change lives. So... This right now is 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 the top, is the priority, is the gotcha. the totem pole, you know. So, quick question: I was listening to um, this book by I think his name Darren Hardy, not the Compound Effect, um, a new book. I think it's called the Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster, and he talks about. I recognize his name. Yeah, he talks about um, finding your passion okay. and what you do, and the way that he put it, which was actually so freaking insightful. I've always thought about, you know, the why, Mm -hmm. but he says that you can find passion in what you do um, or through four mediums. It's either what you do, why you do it, how you do it, or who you do it for. Okay. So when it comes to PTC, Progress Through Change, what is driving the passion for Progress Through Change? Is it what you're doing? Is there a reason why behind PTC? Is it how you're doing, like the process of the coaching that you're in love with, or is it who you're doing it for, like you, your family, and building that financial freedom? It's the why. It's, it's the why. It's for sure the why. Yeah, man. There's um, I always knew I didn't want to sit at a desk, um, 
as a job. I didn't always know I wanted to be a personal trainer and, and you know, build this business. But, you know, as soon as I started helping people feel what I felt as I changed my body, as I built confidence, as I took control of my life, like I was like, there is, there is no, there's no greater pursuit in my opinion. There, there's none mm-hmm. like to, to give someone the ability to, and it's, it's not even, it's not even about the health change, man. Like it's about the way your brain changes. It's about the way you realize that you're driving the boat. You, you got it in the bag. You know what I mean? It's about, it's about discovering that, oh, if I make this decision, I get this result. And if I keep making this decision, I keep getting this result. And as soon as you change that decision, you can get the result you want. And it just, it takes time and it takes effort and it takes consistency, but it's, it's that empowering feeling. Like I want to share that with as many people as possible, man. And I want people to understand that like it's realistic and it's doable at any scope or any scale. So if you're able to dedicate a 1% of yourself to it, you'll get 1% result, but that's 1% better than what it was. If you can dedicate a hundred percent of yourself to it, hundred percent fold, man. I mean, you, you get out what you put into it. So that's, I would, I would 100% consider it my why, man. Like finances aside, I mean, the the time in aside, you know, whatever. Like if it was strictly for the end result, I would do it over and over again. Um, and whenever I get to a point where PTC is where it's kind of running on its own, man, I'm coming for childhood obesity's neck. Yes. I'm fucking coming for it, man. I'm telling you right now. I've thought about this a lot, um, and I don't want to get too deep into that because it would be a bit of a tangent, but... Um, I think the earlier on that you can introduce that to people, I think the better. I think the more malleable, I think the more, you know, you can understand that <clears throat> you're in the driver's seat, the better. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're putting these people in control of their life. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's the goal through health and wellness, man. And I feel like that's, man, I really think that's the only way to do it. I really think like... You can, you know, maybe you can do it like in building your business or through your religion or something like that. But like, it is so tangible. It's so tangible. You can't fucking buy it. You can't inherit it. Like you can get good genes, sure. But like, if you want it to be better, like at the end of the day, you have to do something for it to be better. And you can't, it's just, there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. And you feel immediate results, whether it's, you know, losing the or achieving that goal months down the road or just the feeling that you get after a workout mm-hmm. something like that or just the or just the feeling that you made the choice or the decision to put off whatever instant gratification it was for the result later mm-hmm. you put down the cookie so that you could you know lose the body fat you worked out even when you didn't feel like it because you wanted to be better like there's just there's it's such a it's such an empowering process whether you get the direct result or not. And you have to be process-driven for it. You can't be result-driven. But, um, yeah, it's it's empowering, man. So yeah. I, would, I would say that's my – it would be the why in those four for sure. I got you, man. For sure. Real quick, that was freaking amazing. You Thank didn't you. stutter <laughs> once. You didn't, like – I don't know. It's sure. kind of really cool. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. But, um, yeah, so it, it, it definitely fires me up. But so I would consider that – to be high on my totem pole because it's very um it's a very personal calling to me yeah it sounds very personal mm -hmm, and i'm i'm lucky enough that it's also my uh financial you know source whatever you want to call it it's the way i make my living so it's um 
it makes that much more sense for me to continue to dive into it because it's it's paid off for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the that's up on my totem pole. That's the top right there. Gotcha, man. That's really so. nice. I noticed that I always, when it comes to my business, you know, doing the designing uh, websites, mm-hmm. I always was trying to find a why. And I'm sure that there is, you know, a why that I'll discover later. But, dude, I'm really in love with the how. Yeah. Like the process. The process, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you know this, but whenever I have a project, um, I actually have to remind myself that I have to eat, that I have to lift. Yeah. Like, I was talking about <laughs> lifting as a non-negotiable for me, but whenever I'm deep in these processes of, mm. you know, building these websites and stuff... I lose track of everything. Yeah, dude, I'll, get a, I'll get a text from you about PTC at 6 a.m. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's... But then as soon as I'm, like, done with the, you know, the project or something, I'm like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah, you're ready for the next one. But as soon as I get another one, it's... You lit up, yeah. It's just all in. So I yeah. noticed that, for me, you know, it's the how. And in the book, he was talking about that he had a... Um, a house cleaner, a maid. Sure. Is that what yeah. you? Yeah. That whenever she would clean the house, like she would clean every single crevice of every single crack, like perfectly. And yeah, perfectly. And I guess you know I'm not at the stage right now where I'm doing everything perfectly, but that's what I'm striving for, man. Mm-hmm. Like I know you were talking about my copywriting skills is something that I really need to improve on, and that's something, dude, that I've been like hammering in, yeah. like every single day. I still have my mistakes, but I'm proud to say that I, I'm getting better. Yeah, 100%. And with like every single part of this process, I'm just improving, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me. So that's why that sits up on your totem pole. Exactly. That's why that's high on my totem pole. As for the lifting, um, I think the lifting is a what? Like, I, I just love lifting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really any why behind it. Um, right now I'm just starting to learn to like and enjoy the how, you know, the process of lifting and how exactly I need to be lifting instead of just picking shit up and putting it down. And I don't really have a who, you know, I'm not lifting for anybody. Um, and then my third goal, uh, becoming an in- independent man, that's more of a like very personal goal, but that is actually for a who, which is actually weird. It's a who and a why, yeah. The why is because I think, you know, in my life, this is the next stage that I need to take, and it's something that I need to take full responsibility of. Um, But for the who, it's for my family, man. Like, for my mom, my nana, um, and my siblings. You know, I I want them to have something that, you know, I can create. I don't know what it is, but... Maybe it's insight. Maybe it's something. I want to give them something, like the biggest part of me, um, to help them in their life. And again, I don't know what part, you know, that that would be. But I know that becoming an independent man um, is going to lead me to that goal. And ultimately, you know, help them out in the end. Yeah, that's what drives me for that shit. Yeah, man. that'll keep a fire under you for sure, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like when you're looking at this totem pole, you're looking at this value hierarchy, you have to think, where's the passion lie? 
And that can guide the conversation a little bit more as to where things should go. Because if you can't answer any of those four questions, the, you know, the what, the why, the who, and the um, how, and the how, I mean, if you can't answer those, does it, does it belong on your totem pole? Yeah. Because I know, I know a lot of people, man, who, you know, can't say no to a social event, can't, you know, can't put down the fork, can't, you know what I mean? And it's, and, and quite honestly, I think it just, it comes down to that decision-making process. And I think that that decision-making process is guided by your totem pole, your value hierarchy. Yes. And you get those answers from asking yourself those hard questions. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of like time. Mm-hmm. It does take effort. You know, you have to sit there and genuinely ask yourself and, you know, battle with, you know, your thoughts, mm-hmm. um, put the phone away. Yeah. Just be with yourself. Yeah. Um, but it'll take no more than a day. Yeah. I mean, maybe you'll have to readjust, but it'll take no more than a day. Yeah. And after I did that, like, you were saying people have trouble with saying no to a lot of things. Dude, if something that doesn't align with those three things, I say no to it now. And I don't apologize for it. And, you know, it gives you clarity in life. Yeah. Huh. Love it, man. Yeah, yeah man. Sweet. PTC Cast episode 11. Thank you all for listening. I'm Alex Martin. You can follow us at Progress Through Change or my personal bodybuilding log, which is at Alex Chris Martin. This is Chris Saldana at Cholito Saldana. Check out Pick a Site LLC for all your site-making needs. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, we will catch you all in the next one. Thank you for watching.